Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for attending. And now, without further ado, to answer your questions, we welcome Commissioner Carl Benson. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for attending today's press conference. Uh, at a time when there are so many uncertainties facing intercollegiate athletics, I thought that this would be a good opportunity to address some of those issues. Uh, who's got the first question? I got a question. Uh, Trent Krim from the Independent. <laughs> really? Trent Krim from the Independent? Are you kidding me? What's your question? Well, well what makes you qualified to be a commissioner? And alive. That's the best that you can have at a time when, when we've got all these issues facing us, and that's the best question you have? That's the stupidest question I've ever heard. And really... Who let this guy in? He's known as the mayor of Brackettville, and Marty Fletcher has earned that nickname. The former college basketball coach and current conference administrator knows the game as well as anyone. He joins this week's show to share stories of Final Fours, past and present, Jimmy V, Bird and Magic, Texas Western, and much more. The mayor has seen it all. And how did he get that cool nickname? The answers are all coming up next, right here on Knutson and the Commish. Stay with us. For the best selection of autographs and memorabilia from your favorite sports stars past and present, look no further than DenverAutographs.com. Find what you're after on the web or at either of their two Metro Denver locations, Colorado Mills Mall and Flatirons Mall, Broncos, Rockies, Avs, Nuggets, and much more. It's all at DenverAutographs.com. Learning life skills through baseball, USA Prime is more than just travel baseball. We mentor young athletes in areas like teamwork and skill development. It's about more than winning weekend tournaments. It's about showing young players how to achieve their goals in baseball and beyond. Contact Scott Horman at Colorado at gmail.com for more information. Everybody's favorite time of the year, maybe the best sporting weekend ever. The Final Four is starting. Well, normally we'd have baseball this weekend, but no, no such luck this time around. So it's all about the Final Four, Carl, and we've got a really special guest. The mayor of Brackettville is with us, uh, and he's here to – to uh, tell us all about what he knows about this weekend's final four, both the men's and the women's. We got to give the women's some equal time too. Cause I know Marty, you are, that's uh, where your focus is these days. Well, uh, you're absolutely correct. Every year I go to the uh, women's final four and the men's final four. Uh, wow. This year it's a little different because I scheduled a uh, trip to San Antonio Saturday to go to a concert. <laughs> Look um, at you. Eric, that Eric, Church? Eric, Eric Church. Eric Church. Yeah, Eric I heard about this. And of course, Eric Church. <laughs> uh, Mark, I know you're you, you, you got to be a country music. Not fan. me, fellas. Not me. Oh, my... You all you baseball guys. No, are. No, well, anyways, no. I'm all about rock and roll. Uh, I don't know if you saw it today, but Eric Church canceled that concert oh. to go to the final oh, four. How about that? Big Carolina fan. Big Carolina fan. How about Big Carolina fan. So uh, I guess I have to cancel my concert trip and, and go uh, to New Orleans. All right. Well, and I don't think you'll be disappointed in the outcome. I mean, this is. So you were, you were going to San Antonio to see Eric Church rather than going to Minneapolis for the women's final four. Was that the, was that the no. plan? No, no, I, 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 I no, I, that was, that was a joke. Oh, um, I got you. Okay. That's uh, all right. That's all right. Yes. No, that's how big. The final four is has become the tournament. Unbelievable, and uh, we got uh, country music stars canceling concerts that's, so they can uh, go uh, to New Orleans to the final four. That's and, crazy um, stuff. And I know why because it's the greatest time of the year. It really is, Carl. All I know. those all those concerts and all events have cancellation insurance. I just don't know if that cancellation insurance had a 
had a provision in there that said if Carolina is in the NCAA Final Four on Saturday and Monday, I get to cancel or not. But uh, that's quite a quite a wow. uh, story, quite a lead up. That's for sure. So between the two of you, how many no. Final Fours have you been to? Between the two of you, Carl, you go first. How many have you been to? Well, first one was 1984. Uh, I went as a as a junior college baseball coach, athletic director at a little small community college in Tacoma, Washington. And the final four men's and women's were in Seattle, Tacoma in 1984. And uh, I took my dad to the Kingdom and saw Virginia and Houston and uh, play. And it was, uh, that was my first one. And then I uh, started a, a streak in 1990 when I first became the commissioner of the, of the Mac. I had a at a 30, 30 straight years and um, 19 or in 2020, my streak ended. So, so he's got 31, Marty. What can you add to that? As an assistant coach. And uh, when did I start? I started my, my career in college basketball uh, assistant coach in 1976, 77, I believe at Niagara university, mm. uh, right up by Niagara falls. And um uh, I was an assistant at uh, Niagara for two years. Matter of fact, uh, Frank Layden, mm. the, the great coach at yep. Utah Jazz, jazz yeah. he was the head coach at Niagara. Hmm. And Frank left that year, 1976-77, and he went to the Atlanta Hawks uh, as an assistant coach with the great U.B. Brown. Hmm. And um, uh, Danny Raskin uh, was the Frank Layden's assistant coach. He got elevated, and he ended up hiring me out of high school, the Matha Catholic High School. And uh, so I went there in 76, 77, uh, and spent two years uh, at Niagara, and then uh, went to NC State. And of course, I was an assistant there for four years. Uh, and back then, as an assistant coach, you could recruit during this time, this ah. period. Uh, yeah, you, you, you saw, I didn't go to a final four, uh, as an assistant coach back in <clears throat> 76, 77, all the way through, uh, uh, 80, 81, 82, when I was at, at, uh, NC state. So my, my first final four was actually when I was the head coach, uh, at, at VMI in Lexington, Virginia. And, uh, the, the, um, final four was, uh, in Kentucky. Rupp yeah. Arena. Yep. And 19, um, whatever it was, maybe 1983, 84, I'm not 84, 85, maybe. And that was the first Final Four that I attended. So you guys have seen a whole lot. You've seen the growth of the, of the sport to the point where they don't play them in Rupp Arenas anymore. You got to be a dome now, a football stadium, to host the Final Four. The thing has grown exponentially over these years. But are those, Carl wanted to know the first, your first memory of the Final Four. What's the first one you, mem you remember? I, I guess, I guess the first memory was, uh, in in eighty one eighty two, and the reason I say that was I was an ass assistant coach uh, for Jim Valvano at mm. North Carolina State. Right. I was at NC State two years prior to, to Jimmy coming to NC State. Uh, I worked for Norm Sloan. So in nineteen eighty one eighty two, Coach Valvano went to the Final Four. I can't remember where, where it was. And it's it's the year that North Carolina actually won the national championship with Michael Jordan. That was down in New Orleans, too, I right. believe. Yeah. Michael Jordan hit the, the corner jumper. Right. And when Jimmy hired me, uh, retained me from the Norm Sloan staff, uh, he, he said, he, you know, he was 
he was going to give me a, a, a lifetime contract. And, uh, you know, so we, we started recruiting and everything. And he went to the Final Four and uh, and North Carolina ended up winning the Final Four. And when he and you know, I, m- I remember the shot by Michael Jordan when he came back, I picked him up at the airport and he <laughs> Jimmy said, you remember that lifetime contract that I gave you as an assistant coach? I said, sure. Yeah. He says, well, I'm pronouncing you dead because we got to get out there and recruit some better players. So uh, that had an impact on me. And yeah. uh, that was, that was one of the, uh, one of the times remembering the, the final four. Carl, what's your first one? You well, remember? Marty, you and you and I were both born in 1951. You're, you're a few months older than I am, but uh, I go back to 1965 wow. and, and I was living in Spokane, Washington. So I was 14 years old and the final four in 1965 was actually played, speaking of small arenas, in Portland, Oregon, at the old Memorial Coliseum in Portland. And it was UCLA, Michigan, uh, Wichita State, and Princeton. And the oh, championship wow. game on Monday night uh, was, was UCLA. And, and I, I had become a, a wooden follower. And, and uh, that particular night, uh, Gail Goodrich went off for 45 points as UCLA beat Michigan. And at halftime, I went out into our driveway and I was a, you know, five foot five little pudgy wannabe, you know, basketball player. And I went out there, even though Gail Goodrich was left-handed, I pretended to be Gail Goodrich and shot baskets during halftime. But the, the 1965 final four also will be, will be known for back in those days, they had the, the, um, the second play or the, third and fourth place teams play. And so it was, it was Princeton and, and Wichita state and Bill Bradley had 58 points in that game and uh, was named the most valuable player of the tournament, even though he didn't play in the championship Hmm. game. But uh, so uh, that's, that was my UCLA intro, I guess. And I, I then just was a religious follower of UCLA beginning, beginning after that 1965, um, Final four. Guys, I think it's fair to say that the the, the, the rest of us, and I, obviously we watched them all, I just memory-wise, a new era started for the Final Four with Larry Bird and Magic Johnson in 1979. Is that fair to say? I was a freshman at Colorado State that year, and I remember the dorm rooms or the dorm TV areas were just packed to watch Larry Bird and, and Magic Johnson play in the Final Four. And I, It seems to me from that day forward, this got ratcheted up several notches. Is that fair? Well, let me, let me jump in here, Marcos. I no. got to... I got a one up, uh, Carl. Okay. Uh, because that's always welcome 19, on this show. No, no. In 1966, Final Four was at uh, University of Maryland Cole Field House. And I was um, a youngster and I was selling programs. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's I was great. selling programs for the Final Four tournament. And of course, that was. Uh, Glory Road, Texas yeah. uh, Western. Yes. Uh, 1966. I sat, you'll love this. I was supposed to be selling programs, uh, and I did prior to the game, but I sat right under the basket at Cole Field House and watched wow. Texas Western at the time. It's now Texas El Paso. You t- you t- defeat uh, Kentucky Wildcats. Yep. And, um, I think they may have made a movie on that. What do you they think? sure did. 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Glory Rose. And and um, also in that final four, I believe it was Utah and Jacksonville. Artist Gilmore and the Gilmore. fellas. Yeah. Uh, so uh, needless to say, uh, not many programs got sold uh, at that final four. <laughs> that's pretty good. My, that's I'll, good. I'll, I'll but that is my first that. memory of that's the good. final four. I'll that's take good. that one out. That's, that's, that's pretty classic. That's a good and, one. Uh, good. You know, of all my... You know, and I've been fortunate, Marty, you've been fortunate enough to be around a lot of, of, of basketball coaches and legendary coaches and, and just legends in general. But uh, my time at the WAC will always be highlighted by the, the friendship that I developed with Don Haskins. And uh, the bear, you know, was his nickname, but he was he was a gentle, a gentle bear. And to this day, that'll that'll go down as yep. one of my... My yep. favorite uh, memories is is Don Haskins, and and then when the movie came out, you know, it even made it uh, more special. But uh, he, he was a little uh, he was a little slimmer in the movie, if I remember right, a little slimmer than he was in real life. <laughs> yes. and, and, um, and Marty he Marty's heard Marty's heard this Don Haskins joke before that when when UTEP went to Laramie once, and uh, Haskins had you know had all these inner city kids from you know the Midwest or the East Coast on the team, and you know they'd never been to 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 Laramie, Wyoming. And they were, you know, they were worried about, you know, the altitude and, and coach Haskins actually said, Hey fellas, don't worry about it. We, we play inside. Yeah. yeah. We play inside. Don't, it doesn't make any difference. So, uh, <laughs> ah, those are the days, but, uh, but he, also, he also hated to go to Laramie. They would stay in Fort Collins. Of course. Would, of course. They would you stay would in Fort Collins. And, uh, he, he often would, would get a stomachache before you know, they play on Saturday and then play on Monday or whatever. And, yeah. and he would, he would stay in there. He would stay in Fort Collins and send his assistant coach up. Uh, well, that's just common sense. He wants to go to Laramie. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, what I was saying about Bird and J Magic Johnson, though, um, that seemed to me to put college basketball into a different stratosphere from fandom. I mean, that that was an epic game, first of all. But but more than that, it, it just those two superstars transcended that, that sport and lifted it up. Do you guys think that we'd be where we were today if that hadn't happened or would have it ha happened later? Well, that, that cer certainly started the exposure right. of, of the tournament. Right. And, and, you know, TV has just catapulted this, uh, you know, March Madness, the NCAA right. tournament into a stratosphere that's unbel unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And uh, that that game was one of the all-time uh, – I, I don't know if it was – it was a, obviously a bird and magic really elevated – and from that point on, I think it really enhanced, you know, the Final Four, the NCAA tournament, the March Madness, and and, and so forth. So uh, it, it definitely had a big impact on college basketball. But again, back in the days when when Final Fours were played on college campuses, and yeah. you know, that that game was at was at Utah, mm -hmm. um, and you know the Valvano was in Albuquerque, you know, in the pit, and you know I I miss I miss those you know, those games and those final fours. Mm -hmm. I was working at the NCAA in 1988 and it was the last time that, that they played a, well, I guess maybe they played it here in Denver may have been the yeah. last time they yep. played it. I think that's correct. Non, yeah. The non-dome, but 1990, 1988, they celebrated the 50th uh, anniversary of the final four and they held it in Kemper arena in, hmm. in uh, Kansas city. And, and the final game was Kansas and Oklahoma and yeah. um, Danny Oklahoma. Manning. Yeah. Danny Manning and you know Billy Tubbs and and uh, his team against uh, Larry Brown and yep. and uh, 
Danny Manning, and it was a 50-50 halftime yeah. score, I remember. So, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of fond, fond, great memories of Final Fours that uh, it just permeate. But uh, but the 79 game, and I don't know, you know, Marty, you mentioned exposure in television. You know, when, when did that television explosion occur? You know, ESPN wasn't around in 1979. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just maybe, starting maybe, out maybe just, just starting out, out. Yep. and maybe yep. maybe you could attribute some of that perhaps to uh, uh to the explosion well, of, of college basketball espn was doing everything on tape delay back then if you remember when they first started out they didn't have the rights to, to broadcast anything so right. everything was recorded right. yeah. but yeah obviously that played a role but fast forward a little while is bigger better carl it sounds like you're saying it's not marty do you think the game is as good as what i was at, i remember i was at a game i was at a game in, 19, in 1999 a game in Boulder's, Nebraska and Colorado, two football schools trying to play basketball. And it was ugly. It was just bad basketball. And I remember thinking to myself, this game sitting college basketball back 20 years. And I thought, wait a minute, 20 years ago, it was bird and magic. It was better then. Um, is bigger, better, Marty? Well, uh, you know, when you look at college basketball, uh, you know, the, the, the NCAA tournament, uh, I'll go back to, uh, Back once again, I was an assistant at NC State, uh, and the great left-hander, Lefty Drysell, a head coach Maryland. at Maryland, Maryland yeah. and of course, uh, you know he had great teams: uh, Tom McMillan, Lynn Elmore, and uh, you know they and, and they lost to NC State and David Thompson and yep. and and Monty Town, Monty Town and those yeah. guys, and they didn't go to the NCAA tournament. Mm. Uh, because back then it was only one team yep. from that conference, the ACC. And uh, Lefty way back then, when said we should have all, th- what, how many numbers there were, but we should have all 320 teams in the tournament. Yeah. And everybody laughed at him. Y- you see how big the tournament is now. And mm-hmm. of course added the, the, the opening round games to, go to 68 and there are are people actually talking about even expanding the tournament more, but the old left-hander back then had it, maybe had it right. Oh, everybody should be in the tournament. Coach, coach K has, has come out publicly and said that in recent years that, uh, you know, another, other high profile coaches have, have said, why not, you know, why not make it, you know, totally inclusive. And I, I, I think I would oppose that. I, even the, and I, and I was around, and people probably won't realize that that 64 teams became 65 in 1998 when the Mountain West Marty was created, and a and a new automatic yeah, yeah. qualifier came on board, and it went from from 30 automatic qualifiers to 31, and the big guys did not want to give up an at-large berth. They wanted to maintain the at-large numbers. So they added that, you know, that 65th team and, you know, created the the play-in. And, uh, you know, it took a long time to get them now to the 68. I, I think that the 68 is a much better number than the 65 was. But, uh, um, you know, I, I think that, 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 you know, what is the, what is the next right number in terms of? Well, yeah, as the mayor of Brackettville, I'm telling you, we've got the right number right now. 68. It's perfect. 
it is absolutely perfect. The automatic qualifier is such a, a big deal in this tournament. Uh, example, should I mention St. Peter's? Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, there's always been talk about, okay, just invite the 64 best. But with the automatic qualifiers who, you know, I was fortunate enough to be able to go to two tournaments, NCAA tournament, both when I was a, a head coach at uh, Southwestern Louisiana, uh, USL, who now is University of Louisiana Lafayette. And uh, we won the tournament in 1992 and 1994. And uh, that was our entrance into into the uh, uh, big dance. So don't touch the automatic right. automatic qualifiers. I think are there, what really makes the tournament. Are there enough Cinderella's in? I mean, St. Peter's, obviously, this year, we've had others, Butler and, you know, Loyola Chicago, all those schools have gone on, been that worn that slipper all the way into the Sweet 16 and beyond. That, to me, is what makes it kind of special. That's what makes it uh, unique, much different than football. Is there a way to make it even more of those teams get an opportunity? Because, like you said, you get the automatic qualifier, but if you hadn't won your conference tournament, you probably wouldn't have gone in, even though you deserved it. Is that is that fair? Oh no, we oh, yeah. wouldn't have gotten. There, there's a lot. There's a lot of teams that aren't deserving of being in the, the the NCAA tournament, but vice versa. There's a lot of teams that deserve mm-hmm. to be in, right. and 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 a lot of those are from the the mid majors or the right. lesser conferences. That you know the at large berths today are pretty much totally eaten up by you know the big five plus. The Big right. East plus the Atlantic Ten. Mountain West this year, you know, gets the you know gets the four four uh, spots. It gets three at large spots. I don't that think Mountain happened. that hasn't happened in a long, long time. I think the Mountain yeah. West would prefer you don't talk about that right now. No, I, I not go well. I understand, <laughs> but I think that uh, historically, and, and I was on the committee for five years, and Mark, we talked about this mm-hmm. a few weeks back. Uh, the number of of times that I argued. Is it the best team or the most deserving team? Mm. And and I was always on the end of the most deserving team. And that meant a Butler that lost in its conference championship game, uh, but had a record of 28 and two, you know, doesn't get in when Missouri that underperformed the entire year, won a couple of games in the tournament. And this is the, I think the 2002 or three NCAA tournament. And goes on and, and wins. And we saw this year, we saw teams, North Carolina, 10 seed, and, and what we're seeing now. Michigan, yeah. Yeah, those those teams were were not, they underperformed during the regular season. And teams that maybe got left out that that had the potential to be those Cinderella's. Yeah. And I think that's where you get squeezed. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's where you get squeezed is those at-larges. Do you agree with that, Marty? Well, you know, be, being being a coach at uh, VMI and University of Southwestern Louisiana and uh, Denver, University of Denver, all you want is a shot. And going in, you understand if if you're in a Sun Belt Conference or a WAC Conference, uh, you have to win the tournament to get the bid. You know, everybody, even the Ivy League now. Uh, has a conference tournament. So in theory, every all 300 and whatever it is now, 60 teams are in the tournament uh, because everybody has a conference tournament. And if you win those three games or sometimes four games, 
you, uh, you advance to the NCAA tournament. So I don't know. I, I really feel we really have it right, perfect right now as, as it stands. Let's talk about this Final Four in our last uh, oh, ten minutes, or eight minutes or so. Everybody's locked in on Duke and North Carolina. First time those two rivals, historic rivals, have ever played in the NCAA, in the Final Four. And Coach Shazevsky's last game. I mean, it really is a storybook situation. They couldn't have drawn it up any better, Marty. No, I, you talk about. I know um, uh, you talk about blue bloods. I guess yeah. if if Kentucky somehow would was replacing Villanova. I'm not saying Villanova's not great and right, a right. fantastic program, but when you talk about Kansas, North Carolina, uh, uh, at throwing Kentucky there, and you got the winningest yeah. you know university uh, college basketball uh, teams of all time, but North Carolina Duke. I mean, are you kidding me? You talk about a storybook ending to a career, uh, and, and North Carolina is playing like a one seed. They have yeah. really since the end of the year when they when they went to Duke and ruined that uh, last home, home game, game for Coach K. Villanova, Kansas, great matchup. North Carolina and Duke. Are you kidding me? This is this is this may be one of the highest rated yeah. uh, Final Fours of all time. Carl, you're gonna you go to your chair. In, term, in terms of the of the the four teams and, and Villanova, a little little bump there with with the injury to one of their better players. Everybody's focused on the on the Carolina Duke game, obviously. And does you know does Kansas get a free pass into the into the championship game? I think everyone is expecting that that they're going to as well as they played the second half on on Sunday. I mean that was that was basketball at its finest. So I think that Kansas may just kind of be sleeping in the weeds and waiting for the Carolina Duke, uh, uh, all the, the, the hoopla that's surrounding that and Kansas will do their business and show up on Monday night playing either, you know, regardless of who they play, whether it's Duke or whether it's Carolina, it uh, it's a, it's a dramatic uh, ending to the, to the season. Marty, speak to the, the effect that the, the coach K situation has on his players. It's, it would seem to me um, historically now players at schools like Duke are younger players because they, they go, if they're good, they go to the NBA right away. Those young guys got to be feeling a lot of pressure, don't they? I mean, as a coach, if you're coach K, do you, how do you downplay the pressure that those kids are feeling from the outside to win one for their outgoing coach? I think they really did feel the pressure uh, the last regular season game at home against yep. uh North Carolina and um, knowing coach K as well as I do uh, you know, through, through our Nike uh, uh, relationship, you know, we'd go on a trip every, every summer, you know, I, I, I've been to Durham, you know, when I got the Ziggy from um, uh, university of Denver, I visited coach K and um, you know, he, he is, he, he's the real thing. He's special, but those kids, the, the pressure was alleviated when they won that first game in the NCAA tournament. Now they're playing at a, at a very high level. Uh, they had to, to beat uh, Texas tech. And then of course uh, the last ball game to be uh, beating Arkansas. So to me, it, it was so much uh, to get for coach K, uh, you know, to get uh, this team. Cause he, I don't, if you witnessed the ceremony after that final game uh, against Carolina, coach K was, pissed i mean yeah. he was angry <laughs> because they you know i mean so i know they went right right to work and um and here they are you know, they're, they're going to play at a very high level and carolina's playing at a very high level so that's a great matchup oh. and as as carl mentioned kansas you have to 
You have to favor Kansas because of the injury uh, to the Villanova starter. And so whether, yeah. whether Duke wins against Carolina or not, it's going to be a great championship game. And I think it will be Kansas versus, um, uh, well, you got, I think I think you got to go with the Dukies. <laughs> all right. Mother Kansas boy. versus Duke. Now the, all. now the important thing. And Before I think the, Eric Church will have to cancel his concert that he had scheduled <laughs> for Monday because he'll have to go that's, back. That's great. That's great. All right. Now the important thing. You are known, well-known in these parts as the mayor of Brackettville. How's your bracket doing this year? Are you going to win the office pools that you've participated in? There, there are certain rules that the mayor has. I've been reelected <laughs> uh, this year. Multiple times. Uh, and, of course, the way I got that n- uh, name was uh, it was f- several years back uh, and, and – Go, go, went to the final four and you know nike would have, host a party all the time a suite you know all the coaches that were involved with nike would come to the suite and they had it decorated uh, as bracketville hmm. and uh, actually somebody from nike because i was in that suite so often every time anybody ever came in i was there they said what <laughs> are you living here no, no. And then Eric Lautenbach, who was in charge of college basketball, said, no, he's the mayor. He's the mayor, mayor of Brackenville. All right. That's, that's how it started. Okay. Uh, no, I, I, I win the office pool every year. Okay. So, so, that, so the secretary doesn't beat you. The secretary who never watches any games doesn't, doesn't beat you out. No. Well, okay. see, I put, I put, and I give this hint and tip, I put my picks in pencil. So <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> what is one of the perks uh, of being mayor? I get it. Now, one of the perks of being mayor, it's, it's a city or ordinance. No, I, I, I did have, I, I did pick Duke to go to the final four and North Carolina. Did uh, I did not have Villanova. I did. Uh, and, but I had Kansas. I, I had three of the four. Uh, Carl, Carl, can you match that? I was, uh, I was all for four into the uh, first, first see. round. I won, I won any of, I won many of the first round pools. Uh, I did really well in the, in the first and second rounds, but uh, then I uh, I faltered after that and uh, took some uh, took some uh, some risks. Well, the, the the best I ever did, and I haven't done it in a while, but the best I ever did was the year I picked the mascots. The mascots cannot let you down. The mascot is that that's a good way to go. So, hey Marty, we really appreciate you joining us. I know you got a busy weekend. Hope you get to your concert. I hope he reschedules your concert. I hope you enjoy. No, it. Yeah, no, I I I believe me, I'm not a country music fan, okay. uh, but. But I, I love the fact that Eric Church uh, is going to go watch his Tar Heels. He's taking the whole family down in New Orleans. Uh, so my concert is this weekend. I'm the Mayor sure. of Brackettville. This is uh, this is around my house. It's not March Madness. It's Marty Madness. And um, I, I, you know, I'm leaving tomorrow to go to uh, Minneapolis. Uh, and then I then normally what I do is go. I hit both. Uh, both tournaments, and I hope awesome. to do that again. That's fantastic. We appreciate you joining us, taking time to do that, and have a great trip. Well, well you guys have a great weekend well, and enjoy the hoops. We will do Good that. To see you, Coach Carl, you got a thumbs up, thumbs down. Well, you know the thumbs, the thumbs up. Uh, you know, I think just in general goes to to college basketball by itself. Uh, the thumbs down, though, and this is this gets to the women's side. Is the thumbs down is going to go to the women's selection committee for creating that matchup with NC State. And and Connecticut, and the fact that as a number one seed, NC State had to play in you know home right. court stores, and right. that uh, I'm sure that 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 was a big difference. And yep. uh, I think they made a they made a big error. Right. Well, there you have it. Hey, enjoy the weekend, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Uh, 
March Madness is, is culminating this weekend. We hope you'll join us next time. We'll recap it next week. Thanks for, thanks for listening.